fuck was that about? Why would God have me do that? I said, oh, I totally get it. As I'm teaching on seed sowing and harvest, I said, he did that for you. Because you just, you took this thing in this grief, in this moment of grief, and sowed a sandwich that was pure gold. It was Willy Wonka's golden ticket. And sowed it, and you, she's going to reap from that one little act of obedience. She sowed into this person, like, do you see it? Like, this is, and I said, the Lord had you do that for you. He had that do, so he put, and this is the scripture out of 2 Corinthians chapter 7. He gives seed to the sower, and in verse 20, he says, This generous God who supplies abundant seed for the farmer, this is 2 Corinthians 9, verse 20, which becomes bread for our meals, it's, is even more extravagant toward you. First, he supplies every need plus more. Then he multiplies the seed as you sow it so that the harvest of your generosity will grow. You will be abundantly enriched in every way as you give generously on every occasion. For when we take your, your gifts to those in need, it causes many to give thanks to God. And so we know we have a situation here where they're, we're taking an offering to the, uh, the needy in, in the New Testament. And, of course, it's, you can't just wire or transfer or money. Like they, they went and sent disciples to collect this generous offering to bring back. And, and, and Paul was so excited. He's like, this is going to be an amazing testimony. This is going to bless so many people. And you're not giving it compulsively or begrudgingly, but you're giving it out of joy, out of generosity. And when you do, you sow the seed. The God, God provides seed to the sower. So there is seed that we eat and there's seed to sow. You don't want to sow. You don't want to eat the seed that's for sowing. And you don't want to sow the, the seed that's for eating. Like, you've got, you've got to get that straightened out. Like, you're not to give everything and just anything. Again, you never are allowed to stop letting the Lord, having the Lord instruct you and identify, this is for sowing, this is for eating. This is for eating, not for sowing. This is for sowing, not for eating. And so we, we took time. I'm, I'm already out of time. I just started. So I, I just, just blah, you know, like... Um, I went back and looked at the tithe, and this is just growing and growing. And, and, and I saw, and I knew Abram had tithe. I go back, I look, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's so much more to this. He sowed a seed, knowing or unknowing, doesn't matter, out of just a motivation, not under any rules he was under. He gives to this Melchizedek, this high priest, he sows, and what he's sowing into is his, his destiny that's coming up behind him, the ridiculous promises that his descendants are going to be as many as the sands of the sea. He's like, uh, time out, God, because when God comes and blesses him, he's like, no, no, no. He's like Gideon. He starts arguing. Like, I, I don't know if I'd have the bravery, the courage to start arguing with God when he comes and blesses him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll walk away and think about it later. But I mean, face to face, bring it up then. Like, what are you talking about? How can this be? You know? Gideon had an injustice, but it was a righteous injustice. And God's like, yeah, you're stirred up about an injustice. Let's go. Let's go in that strength of yours. Let's do something about it. It's time. You're the guy. I'm choosing you. Didn't realize he was talking to at the moment. But yeah, later he got the upgrade, About had a heart attack. Like, 
This is Jesus and encounters him. Abram sows that seed. Noah did the same thing. He gets off that ark. First thing he does is gives an offering to the Lord. I mean, he takes of the clean animals and makes an offering of what's from the ark when they land. He gives an offering. He sows into the future because it's not just about survival. Like we always have this survival mentality, yeah? That poverty, poverty, that spirit, poverty spirit causes you to just make sure you have enough to survive. But that's not kingdom mentality. It's a whole different thing. And so Noah gave an offering to the Lord. He's like, I don't know how we're going to live on this planet. Everything's kind of like gone. Have you seen what it looks like after a flood? It's ugliness, man. Like, that's bad. But he trusted the Lord. I'm going to honor you. Jacob, same thing in Genesis 28. He has this crazy encounter. He lays his head down on a rock in the middle of nowhere and has this open vision, this vision, this dream of Jacob's ladder. We call it Jacob's ladder. Angels are up and down, and at the top, God's at the top of this. He wakes up. He's like, well, hot dang, I'm going to make an altar here. Like, and then he makes this vow, if you're going to be with me and take care of me and get me back to my home where I'm, go I'm going to give you a tenth of all I have. There it was again. They, they give, they make this decision. It's not law, it's not rule. It's like they're doing it out of this thing in their heart because something motivates them. They're sowing a seed that will, will bring supernaturally all that they have, all that they need, what they've been promised. We were, before, really got deeply, as deep as I am into this now, Phyllis is sitting on the couch and uh, we're sitting there together, and, and she, she'll do this. She'll start, she'll get, an, an, she'll get something, she'll start research. She loves to research facts. And, and uh, I mean, I don't know for sure what possessed her to do this. And she goes, hey, you want to know what Robin Bullock is worth? He's this prophetic guy we're listening to on Elijah's Dreams that I'd really never heard of before until recent. I'm like, no, she could, I don't know. I have no clue. Like, you know, long hair, hippie-like, black coat, like, you know, prophetic guy. Looks as strange as Kim Clement, but man, they're good, you know? Like, tell me, guess. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. $42 million. You see, money is neutral. You're either a righteous man or an unrighteous man with money in your hands. It's either or. doesn't matter whether, it does, the amount doesn't matter. You'll either do righteous things with it, if you're righteous, have integrity, or you'll do unrighteous things with it. doesn't matter whether it's $5, $5,000, five million dollars. It's the man, right? We're at Bethel. Love Bethel. Bill Johnson, we are there. It's like being in a movie, standing in the church parking lot is like, Visual therapy, looking at the mountains and Mount Shasta's off in the distance and white. I mean, wow. It's just beauty, you know? You're just like, pause. You just take it in. And we go to one of the meetings, and there are a lot of people all over the meetings getting ready, and Bill Johnson and his wife, Benny, drive in through the people in this, I'm going to assume, 
It was a it was a black convertible, I think a BMW. It was like really nice car. And the tops down, and they're waving at everybody. I mean, it's sunny California. It was like a movie. It was like a picture. And the people around them were just like, they were waving like they were celebrating them, even in their wealth and their prosperity. There's no begrudging of it. It's like because they all know how much Bill Johnson has sowed into the entire world. He sowed in tithe when he didn't have it to sow in tithe. He just was faithful in that. Now he's prospering. He's blessed. He's either a righteous man that will do righteous things with that wealth, which is God's intention, or he's an unrighteous man and he'll do unrighteous things and it won't matter what the amount is, right? And a lot of these, a lot of these faith people, a lot of these people that, that really like, I tithe. Robin Bullock, if you get a chance to listen to this last message that he was on the uh, um, intelligent briefings, which was last Friday maybe, it, it was, was it just this Monday? It was the most recent one anyways. He's, he starts talking about tithing. I'm like, I'm going into this. I don't want to make people nervous. I don't talk about money, as you all know, you know. But I feel to teach it so that, I, so that you are certain that you are tapping in with faith to what you're doing. You're doing incredible. Like I still, like our little planner back there collects money. I don't even see people put it in. I like, how did, where did that even come from? I don't know. I asked Lacey, like, whoo, wow, what, what's this? You know, we get to the end of the year. How did that happen? You know, we look at a lot of empty seats at seasons and we're like, it's crazy. It's amazing. And, and Robin begins to teach in this, in this thing, and I, I want you to be I want you as you give your money to really realize, like read Malachi, went over that last week, like there's promises connected to it. And uh, when my little three-year-old has his toys and someone else takes one, now he doesn't mind sharing somebody else's, that's, that's not a problem. But if someone comes and takes something that's his, he, like, whoo, there's no timidity about, like, sounding off the alarm. Hey, mine, mine. The other day, he walked up to me in the kitchen. It's like, drop the baby. Play with me. I went, what? He said, drop the baby. Play with me. <laughs> My papa. We don't have time for her. Like, get her out of the scene. You need to get like that with your and the promises that are associated with your giving and with your tithing. Get like that. Hey, Lord, protect my stuff. Or tell the devil, hey, this is, get your hands off. This is protected. This car is protected because I give unto the Lord. This, this, this house is protected. Like what is wrong with us? We're going around, talk, we talk more about all the stuff that breaks down and goes wrong and da-da-da-da-da. It becomes our testimony. Murphy's testimony. It's bullcocky, like, stop it. There's another story. Pay attention. Pay attention and declare it and get aggressive. Like, hey, hey, get your hands off this. Like, let the Lord say, I'll rebuke the devourer, like, but get the attitude that, that the Lord's going to bless you. You do things in faith. He's, he's with you. He's for you. He wants you to prosper. Our calling and destiny is to lend to the nations. 
what are we? We're the best borrowers, indebted people that the, you know, the world's ever seen. We're professionals at it. There's this mentality, because it's the way we think. We don't know how to do anything without going in debt over it. Uh, we don't have time for being condemned about it. It's just, it's, it's a whole cultural mindset that we, we strive and fight, fight against. Robin, I'll tell this story. It's just like so crazy. He said, I've been playing music all my life. I was 14 years old throwing instruments under a bus like uh, he was a roadie probably. And, you know, playing, playing bars and all these places. And we're playing for this night club club when I was still a young man. <clears throat> What's that? Not saved yet. Yeah. Couldn't have been saved. Never. <laughs> Never. And uh, because this, uh, this one man that was one of, the bar, one of the nightclub owners, he goes, one night he's, he's there and he, <laughs> he says the funniest thing. He, said, he says he was drunk as a boiled owl. Now, I don't know what that is, it would be, but he laughed about it. He has that Texan... Southern Alabama drawl, you know, and and uh, and uh, he said he, he, you know, or we might say he's higher than a than a Georgia pine or something like that. So you know, it was trash. And he goes, "I gotta go." This this man saying, "I gotta go, gotta go." He goes, "Where where, where are you going?" He goes, "I got I gotta get home and get to bed. Go to, I gotta get to church tomorrow. I gotta." He goes, "You go to church." goes, yeah, man, I go to church. He says, I got to go there and get my tithe in. He says, if I don't tithe, I'm not, I won't be blessed. So here's a total heathen drunkard. He says, drinks 16 margaritas an evening. I don't know what that is for sure. I've heard the name. But he has to get to church to sow his sign. He says, and Robin says this, he goes, the world understands the principle. Christians are a little slow at this. They understand there's a, there's a principle of giving and sowing and giving. He says, you'll be crazily amazed how many celebrities and high-end people that do bad, evil things, make bad movies, do whatever, but they're generous. They've learned if they, if they give, they'll prosper. They, they tapped into a principle that's like gravity. He goes, later, my wife and I were, were at a church because he had gotten saved by then and he was doing, you know, doing music. And his wife goes, Robin, her name's Robin. Would that be like the worst thing in the world, being married to somebody with your same name? Hey, Robin. Hey, yeah, Robin. Robin, 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 Robin. What was the name of their band? Robin, two, twi twi twin, twin, twice Robin. I would have changed somebody's name. I'm like, no way. She says to him, isn't that so-and-so, that nightclub owner? She's like, I'll be. It is. Walks up like, what are you doing? And here he'd gotten saved. And Robin Bullock says this, him tithing, Lord, drew him in with the tithe that he was sowing. And we'd be like, oh, that's, I've done it. My, I've said it myself. Like, I have this attitude about that kind of stuff. And here the Lord's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. Oh, how can you bless that? Just sit down for a second and watch. Just get off your little religious high horse and watch what I do. I have a lot of things like that. Like, oh, that, can't, that couldn't work. Can't do that, you know? God's like, 
you haven't learned much yet, you'll be amazed what I use and don't use. I'll use a donkey if I want to. Got it. I'm quiet. I'm good. I'm watching. This man gets it like, be, be, be understand, be in faith about what you've done sometimes. And listen, the people that I know and watch, those of you, people that tithe, they're blessed. Their purchases are blessed. Their stuff is blessed. The Lord makes a way. So what if it takes some time for that to manifest? Sometimes we go through these seasons of time. We're being faithful. We're not seeing the fruit, but one day it kicks in. Click. And stuff comes. Um, my niece, um, Stephanie, was just telling, I was relating some of this. Like She asked, what have you been teaching on? I said, funny as it is, I'm teaching about tithing. I start going through some of the things that I've talked about, like just the instruction part of it, the teaching part of it. She goes, you know, Pastor, back in like almost 20 years ago, and she couldn't remember what teacher it was or what speaker we had in. We had somebody in, and they said, if you will tithe into the debt, like, like the, uh, tithe an amount towards the debt you owe, and most young people have student loans, and she's referring to her student loans. The Lord, if you'll tithe that, give that, she goes, I didn't have the tenth of that. I didn't have the, that tithe of that to give. She goes, but I did give what I could give, like what I, what I had. I gave what I had, in, but she responded to it. She just found out your student loans can follow you to the grave, I swear. I think they're still going to try to collect. That's one thing never gets forgiven, right? Like, they're really tough to get out of. I've watched young people like, no, you can, you can get out of a lot of stuff, file bankruptcy, do whatever. The student loans, they just stay. You know, do you know that? Like, that's wild. And a lot of our young people, like young adults, they still have mass. They can have a massive student debt loan. Some, one thing led to another. Stephanie recently found out that her whole student loan, she was, it was deferred where she's just playing, making, paying the um, interest on the principal. So that means it's not going down. You're just surviving, you know, so the IRS doesn't come and arrest you or whatever, or whoever's in charge of that. But it wasn't going anywhere. And then there was this and that. And some things have happened, but Stephanie's, she's a giver. She gives. She, she gives. And she's done that for years. She gives. You almost have to say, stop, easy, take it easy. You know, like, slow down. She just, she'll, she'll give. She'll go broke doing it, but she'll give. She encounters this supernaturally, this per, the Lord puts a person that's very, very financially smart that she works with at the university and helped her do this thing with flipping a house and being able to buy a house before she sold her house. Da, 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 da. And it was like, she's, she talks to me like, should I do this? I'm like, Stephanie, no, no risk, no gain. Like if you feel good about it, I said, it's, there's a risk, but there's a risk in everything we do. You cannot save yourself from taking some risks. And so this thing lays out, this person is a proven friend and, and person and, and these things happen, and all of a sudden, all of her debt is gone. Like, she has the house. It all worked out amazingly. 
and her house payment is just very affordable. All of her other debts taken care of through this thing that happened, like because this person was just, here, do this, do that, we'll do this. And, and it's like, it's either going to go really bad or it's going to go really good. And it really went good. And then she finds out that her student loan is eradicated through, yeah, she didn't know because she didn't file for the right thing in, in the first place. And now, they're, now they are giving her money back every month because she overpaid. She's a giver. That's all I can say. Sometimes she's not the smartest tack in the drawer, like, but, you know, when it comes to her money and what she's done. But the Lord's like, oh, don't worry about that. I got you covered. I know you don't know your head from a hole of ground sometimes, but it's, you know, it's like, isn't it comforting to just know God's like, oh, it's okay. I got you. I'll fix that. That's nothing. Yeah? Doesn't that feel good? It's about trust in the Lord. And realize it's not just money and stuff. But when you, you sow and you put the Lord first and you sow into relationships, you, you receive back. When you sow into to other things, like everything about your life that you're sowing into, do it with this knowledge that God's watching and he'll, he'll, re, he'll restore. It, he, it matters to him. He makes sure that you get blessed for it. He makes sure he watches over you. The poverty mentality that we've fought against, it, it makes you feel like you've got to cling to things, strive for things, that you're uh, always a victim, that things get robbed from you, taken from you. And God's like, nobody can take anything from you that I can't replace 10 times over. You know, it's your toddlers. Somebody takes their toy and breaks it. You're like, oh, I've got, yeah, I've got 35 cents. I'll buy you a new one. Don't worry about it. You know, Right? Oh, it's broke. It's, it's the end of the world. It's like, here, yep. don't worry. No worries. It's pennies. We'll fix it. We'll take care of it. Just be happy. Don't beat up your brother or sister or whoever else. Like, yeah, it's okay. Cool, chill. Because I'm watching over you. I got this. No one can take from you that I can't replace, repair, restore. Yeah, yeah. So... Father, the seeds we sow, we sow them. We've been faithful. We put you first, but Father, we need to understand just to step into how much and what that means. We need to learn more about who you are and how you watch over us and how you take care of us. That you want to create and establish a testimony in us about you that you are good that you are kind that you are faithful that you are doing things it's so hard when we can't see but it's okay because we have promise we have faith we have hopes you will not leave us you will not forsake us you'll bless us you'll take care of us and most of all you will be true to your word You'll be true to who you say you are. You are good. You are absolutely good. You are faithful. You are true. So, Father, we lift up our, our entire nation and all the trauma that's going on, things that are beyond, out of our control, beyond our imagination of how it can be made right again. But, Father, you've indicated to us through the prophets 
that you will fix this, that there's a plan. That we're on the verge of a new day and a breakthrough like we've never seen before. I want to sow my confession into this moment that you will, I still believe that you will do everything that you have said you will do. I have not given up. I will not give up. I will not concede to believing your word. And I'm going to be like Abraham. It will be imputed to me as righteousness because I believed your word, your promises. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for being the body. I love watching you interact with each other, watching over everyone and each other and how we, how we minister to each other. It's good, 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 good stuff. So, amen.